0: Listening to Anita Marks on ninety-eight point seven ESPN.
1: Hour three, the Anita Marks show here on ninety-eight point seven ESPN. Uh, Cynthia Freeland, and of course, uh, ESPN update breaking that Michael Pittman Jr. because of a quad has been ruled out against Jacksonville. Whoa, <laughs> Jacksonville plus three. I'm just saying. I'm just saying, throwing it out there. It's looking more more uh more tempting now than ever, that's for sure. Uh also you've got um Alec Pierce because of a concussion will be out. So Paris Campbell will be in line for a higher target share. Uh and and also as Cynthia said, Mo Alley Cox. Um, what is his uh to score touch any time touchdown for Mo Alley Cox? Let's see what that is right now. <clears throat> ah where are you where are you where are you um is it off the board no there it is plus 265 hashtag run don't walk get your window right now Moawi Cox, anytime touchdown at plus 265. Are you kidding me? Uh, By the way, stream live sports and original content with ESPN Plus today. You get access to the award-winning 30 for 30 library, unrivaled UFC access, including exclusive pay-per-views, live coverage of 35 PGA Tour events each year. Get the ESPN Plus and Disney Plus bundle today and watch ESPN Originals, 30 for 30s, the entire Disney and Marvel library and more. Stream anytime, anywhere. Go to ESPNNewYorkBundle.com to learn more. Let's get to your calls. Uh, We've got Brian calling in from New York. Brian, welcome in. Brian, you there?
2: Hey. Hi, Anita. How's it going?
1: Hi. It's great. How are you?
2: I'm um, great. Uh, I'm calling about tight end position for fantasy football. Um, I've got Jason Hill riding my bench right now.
1: Mm-hmm. And
2: I'm wondering what you're hearing about his impact moving forward. You know, he's like a gadget player. Um, I'm, I'm wondering if he's going to get a lot of red zone looks this year. Uh, you know, Jameis has, you know, some injury history there. And it looks like he's a little banged up this week and trying to see if my, he might get some reps at QB. What, what's the situation there?
1: Yeah, I I can't, I just, I can't think, put my finger on the pulse of, you know, with, here's the thing, Brian, uh, Taysom Hill was Sean Payton's project. It was his passion. It was his project. Sean Payton tried every which way to make Taysom Hill a starting quarterback in the NFL, and it just didn't work. So, you know, Sean's not there anymore. Um, you know, and, and they, they do utilize him more of, of, of like a gadget type of player and not necessarily like their legit tight end. So listen, if, if Mo Ali Cox is available, run, don't walk, go pick him up. I, I mean, he's going to be more than likely the number one target, uh, for, uh, for, for Matt Ryan, considering that, uh, that Pittman's out. So really that's, that's what I would do. I would see if Mo Ali Cox is available. Gotcha. Thanks, Anita. You got it. I mean, listen, not a lot of people have hold on one second. Uh not a lot of people have Mo Alley Cox on their roster. And I, I wanna I just I wanna let's I wanna call it up here really quick. Um just to give give you uh what what the roster share is for Mo Alley Cox. Yep, here we go. Um rostered Mo Alley Cox is only rostered in two point eight percent of leagues. <laughs> Ah, that's it. Mo' Cox is rostered in only two point eight percent of leagues. So, um, I don't know about you. That's what I'm going to be doing in the break. We're looking at, at at all my all my teams and 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 see. I'm definitely going to use him in in uh, DFS. That's for sure. Uh, by the way, college football, um, front and center. Got a, not a great slate but the majority of the good games are happening later on this afternoon. You've got UCLA and South Alabama that just kicked off. Here's the thing. My play in this is I'm going to go second half UCLA, and you could get that right now at minus five and a half. Second half UCLA minus five and a half. Why am I going to do that? Uh, This is a UCLA team. They're calling it transfer you, but this is a UCLA team. They're averaging 48 points a game. They're averaging over 550 yards a game. They're looking to go 3-0 for the first time since 2015. Thank you, Chip Kelly. They've outscored their opponents 90-24, to but they've also gone 35-0 and against their opponents in the second half. Why? Um, just Chip Kelly goes in at half. Big reason why, obviously. Um, goes in at half and, and makes the adjustments that he needs to make. Uh, they've got a good defense. They've got a good defense against the run. Uh, no running back has rushed for, uh, has, has had one carry over 20 yards. They have not given up an explosive running play so far this season. In uh, South Alabama, their uh, their biggest weapon, their biggest target is the Damian Webb, uh, and he's a running back. So I just, I like UCLA. I don't want to lay the 15 and a half, but there is such a great second half team that I'll lay the five and a half in the second half. And that's how I'm playing that. That just kicked off. So if you want to try to get on that. I would get. Oh, thank you, gentlemen. I'd get on that now. Eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Let's go to Buddha. Buddha, welcome in.
2: Hey Anita. Hi. How you doing? Great. Listen, listen. I'm glad. I'm glad. I mean, the rest of us are just as We're not. You know. <laughs> I just, you know. I, I I'm, <laughs> I'm sorry. Listen, I remember I spoke to you. I think it was like two weeks into the preseason. And then you were like, you know, you really believed in this Jets' regime. And, you know, I've I always been a little shaky on what's been going on. I mean, now, you know, now it's very evident the Jets do not have a quarterback. Um, a lot of the moves have been reactionary. I mean, the Dwayne Brown, uh, you know, a lot of different things. But, you know, now when you look at the coach, and you see him clearly melting down under the pressure here. Uh, are you, do you really still have like faith in this regime? And if you do, like, explain to me
1: how could you? Well, uh, okay, um, a few things, Buddha, and thanks for the phone call. Um, I, here, here's here's what I don't agree with. Um, I, I don't I, I don't agree with the draft pick of of Zach Wilson. I, I just don't. I, you know, when you when you when you as an organization take a quarterback in the top three or top five you better be damn sure that quarterback is your quarterback of the future. And I just, I, I never felt that way with Zach Wilson. Now listen, I'm not saying that he won't amount to that. He very well could, but like jury's still out for me. Right. And now he's got a compromise knee. And this is a quarterback who utilizes athleticism and his mobility to, uh, to create for himself. So that's an even bigger red flag for me moving forward. So, Um, you know, and and, and unless if, if, if I'm a general manager and I've got a top three, top five pick, but there's not a quarterback that I'm like, I have true conviction about that I know for sure is, is going to be a stud quarterback. Um, then I'm going to trade down and I'm going to compile draft picks. That's what I'm going to do. Like you, you can't. You you can't create something that's not there, right? You 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 can't create something that's if, if and and going back if, if I was if I was the general manager of the Jets what would I have done? Um, I probably would have taken Kyle. I I probably would have taken Kyle Pitts and and I would have taken Mac Jones later on in the draft. That's probably what I would have done. Or I would have trade to try tried to trade down, compile some more draft picks. Um, th- there was just. Anyway, I, 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 don't want, I don't want to it's – not, it's not just one draft either, okay? I do believe in this regime. I, I just think it's been a, a slew of bad luck, especially on the offensive line. A little disappointed that they didn't with, – with, with the amount of money that they have in, uh, in salary cap space, that they weren't more aggressive in regard to uh, trying to bring in a free agent uh, line, lineman because you, you knew you had some big question marks with Becton um i just think it's going to take some time for for the talent that they have drafted to develop it's going to take two to three years that's what happens that's what happens and what's unfortunate about this organization with the jets is that it's just it's been such turnover that you know you and and I've I've talked about this before and I, I don't I don't I don't want to sound like a broken record, but it's so important, you know, why do why do the Patriots why are the Patriots so good year in and year out? I know you're sitting there like they're not great this year. Well I you know, I've got some question marks in regard to, you know, their their offensive coordinator, uh disappointed that they didn't bring somebody more established in we don't even know who's calling is it patricia is it joe judge whatever the case may be that's neither here nor there but why for the um, last decade plus 15 20 years has the the patriots been so good because it's it's an organization that has this it's 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 filtered it's the same it's the it's pretty much the same offense it's the same type of defense it's this it's an organizational culture that remains the same and when you have a situation like the Jets where it's it's constantly turning over, now you've got a, a roster filled with players that were drafted to fit a certain scheme or a, a certain defensive coordinator or a certain offensive coordinator or a certain... And, and then now you bring in a new regime and they're like, no, that receiver really doesn't fit what we're doing here or that lineman doesn't fit what we're doing here. You know... And that's really hard to do and so now you're talking about more than two years more than three years to 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 have to shed what's already there because it's already tied up in free in 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 salary cap space and then draft or go out in free agency it just it's hard it's hard especially when you have so much turnover so I know I'm very long-winded here. Do I still believe in in the Jets organization? Yes, I still believe in the Jets organization. I do like Robert Sala. I don't like the comments he made this week. I really don't. But I do like Robert Sala, and I do like Joe D. I just think it's going to take longer than what, uh, than what I I think the patience Jets fans have in order to see how all these draft picks are going to play out. I do. I, I know that's not the answer you want to hear. Uh, Buddha but but that's that's how I feel Eight hundred nine 919 3776 we've got a, a a bank load full of calls I want to get to all of you uh, when we come back uh, also I want to give you my thoughts in regard to uh, what's going on with the Giants and uh, and and the uh, Carolina Panthers yeah I need to think that's who they're playing this week uh, and we've got Joe Wiz who's joining us in about 15 minutes with his picks and his plays I've got my picks and plays as well for college football again not an exciting slate later on this afternoon and this evening. The U's playing at 9 o'clock. Mama Mimi, my mom's texting me, 9 o'clock at night, why are they playing so late? (laughs) I'm like, sorry, Mom, got to stay up. So sure enough, I'm sure she will. She'll be texting me at midnight while I have to be up at 5 a.m. on Sunday. Um, Anyway, we'll be right back. Artie, Dan, Sergio, um, hang tight. We'll get your calls next. 98.7 ESPN.
0: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN.
3: This podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit-style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better. With the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit-style pizza in the country, there's no competition. Right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Must be twenty-one plus and present in president select states. Gambling problem, call one-eight hundred gambler. Terms and conditions apply see app for details.
0: He is at it, back to the injury report. We'll see where he's at today. Um, he practiced, participated in some team periods, but uh, you know, his hamstring tightened up, so that's why he's back on the injury report. So he left in
1: practice Well he didn't
0: leave practice, he just didn't participate in all the all the periods that he would normally participate in. He, he he practiced in some team periods, he tightened up, so sorry. So he came out and that's why we listened to my injury report. Had an aggravation before you had before. Um it's I think it's the same the same Thanks. leg yeah.
1: It's Brian Dable talking about Kadarius Tony. What what a mess. I, I'm sorry. It's just I don't get it. Dude has so much talent. There is no ceiling. There is no ceiling for Kadarius Tony. This is what this is this isn't just me talking. This is what scouts tell me. There's no ceiling for Kadarius Tony. But it just I feel like each and every week it's something. Ooh, wrong cleats. Seriously? You're wearing this <laughs> You're wearing the wrong size cleats? Um I I just I just I, I don't I just I don't get it. I don't get it. Um in regard to this this Giants team, unfortunately, defensively, uh, I think this is where they're going to struggle this week. Um, Thibodeau, as well as Ojolari, not expected to play. Nothing announced yet. Just sharing with you what I'm hearing through the grapevine. Um, and Aaron Robinson being out, I think, is a, a huge loss. You've got a third-round rookie from LSU um, who's going to be starting opposite Adoree Jackson. Meanwhile, you've got DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson coming back, playing in a, in, in a, at a stadium that he's very comfortable playing here, of course, because all the years that he was with the Jets. Christian McCaffrey, who Ben McAdoo came out and said needs to get more involved. Uh, Giants linebacking core, nothing to write home about as well. Crowder just got destroyed by Hilliard last week uh, with, with the Tennessee Titans. Now C-Mac 100 times better than Hilliard. So uh, I just, I, I don't, I, I like Carolina here. I hate to say it. I did pick the Giants winning in week one against Tennessee, but I think they're going to have their hands full. Especially a Carolina team coming in, not happy of course that they lost week one to Cleveland. Uh, Matt Rule's job is on the line and, uh, and and he can't, I don't think he can afford to start the season uh, 0-2. That's for sure. By the way, I was playing around with my DFS, my main DFS lineup in the break after of course we hung up with Cynthia Freeland and the news is that Michael Pittman is not going to play. Therefore, Mo Ali Cox more than likely is going to be the number one target for Matt Ryan and the Colts this week. How about this, guys? And we've got Harvey and Joe who are producing the show. How about this for a DFS lineup? I've got Derek Carr going up against Arizona. Their 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 defense was anemic last week. Uh, I'm 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 going to stack that with Devonte Adams, of course. I've got Saquon Barkley as my running back. I've got Cordell Patterson going up against the Rams. Again, their starting running back is out. Uh, They ran the pistol 28 times, 26, 28 times, something like that last week. And Patterson put up 120 rushing yards. They're going to have to rush the ball in order to counter uh, Aaron Donald in that blitz attack. That's for sure. Robbie Anderson against a Giants uh, lackluster secondary. Greg Dortch, who, of course, uh, Cynthia just mentioned. Rondell Moore is still out. So Dortch got a, a plethora of targets last week, and, and I think we'll, we'll do much of the same this week, especially with Devontae Adams still suspended. Uh, in the Browns' defense against, uh, against the Jets, as uh, Cynthia said, you've got Miles Garrett uh, two sacks away from being the team all-time leader for the Cleveland Browns in sacks. So you know he's going to be extra motivated tomorrow. Um, and last but not least, I'm I'm on the I'm on the fence here. Joe, you can help me out because I know you play DFS. Should I go Marquise Brown? See if I go Marquise Brown, now I've got two Arizona wide receivers. So I, I'm leaning more towards Sutton at home in Denver. You heard great things about him and the rapport with him and Russell Wilson going up against Houston. Um or should I go Christian Kirk, Jacksonville against Indy? That's 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 what I'm I'm bordering on here. I'm I'm leaning more towards Sutton. What say you? I would say Kirk, just because if you go with, um, forget who you said from Arizona, but you're leaning too heavily on uh, on that Arizona game, and you might as well just put Kyler as your quarterback in that situation. But in terms of, I, I just. I can't trust Sutton yet if this is week seven, maybe, and he has a couple of weeks stacked up against him. I think Jerry Judy, just the way that he runs routes and his ability to break tackles, I think would take away from a lot of uh, Sutton's value. Okay. All right. I hear you. By the way, football fans, it's not too late to sign up for Cover 5, a free-to-play Pick'em game for season long fun and compete against your friends, your rivals and your favorite 98.7 ESPN hosts. Pick 5 games each week and the best score against the spread throughout the regular season will win $1,000. That's right. Weekly prizes of $100 will also be awarded. Join the 98.7 ESPN league with the code NY22 on the Cover 5 app and cover5.com. Visit espnnewyork.com for full contest rules. That's for sure. Let's get to your calls here on 98.7 ESPN. And we go to Artie in Brooklyn. Artie, you're up.
2: Hey, Anita. Thanks for taking a call. Hi. So um, you made uh, a statement on the Jets. If you knew that Flacco was going to be the quarterback for the the first four games,
4: Mm
1: -hmm.
2: then you would take the over on the Jets, watching him quarterback last week. And you know what? No, 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 no. This this is what I said. This is what I said. Artie, this is
1: what I said. Artie, Artie, this is what I said. I said I said that more than likely the Jets are gonna start 0-4 with Zach Wilson against the AFC North. Then okay. I said if they stick to Flacco, then maybe they'll be lucky, they'll be fortunate to go two and two. Because everything we were hearing, and I believe if I recall properly, you called into the show as well and you were saying that Flacco right. looked better than than Zach at practice. I heard the same from beat reporters. And if you listen to the sound bites from the players, the wide receivers, you could hear that they were saying that Joe Flacco was throwing a better ball. So with all that said, I said that, um, that that maybe, maybe the Jets could go two and two.
2: You still feel like that?
1: No, I'm not.
2: Okay. And and that's, I think that's my, my call is that you're watching the game and everything goes to the quarterback. But the wide receivers played hard. They dropped first downs. The tight end that they got, who was impressive in, in, in training camp, fumbles a first down. It course, you know, whatever. Field goal kickers missing um, not only field goals but extra points. I'm not saying that if White was quarterback or whatever, his quarterback, but they were playing a Ravens team. They were seven-point underdog for a reason. Okay? I don't know why Jets fans are going all nutso and stuff like that. Yeah, we had a great draft, a good draft, but that doesn't mean we're a playoff team. So wait till Wilson comes back. See how they play at the end, of, towards the end of the year. Against we're right now, our, the Jets are Detroit, the Jaguars, the Texans. That's who we are. We we can't compete against the Buffalo Bills and stuff. Even Miami's a better team than us right now, and the Patriots are better too. So we have it's. Our team is next year. I didn't. Mean, I hated what Salah did. Instead, you know, was was saying about the receipts and all that. I don't know what the heck he was talking about. And maybe now that's a little less doubt. But let's see what happens. And I'm telling you right now, Anita, if Flacco loses against Cleveland, it, whether it's, he shows good or not, White will be the quarterback against Cincinnati. I'm telling you. All right, Anita. Thanks for taking the call.
1: You got it, already. 800-919-3776. Let's go to Dan. Dan, welcome in. Good afternoon.
0: Hi, Anita. How are you? Hi, great. Good. I'm calling from Larchmont, longtime listener. I love your show.
1: Thank you. Appreciate um, that.
0: You're welcome. You know, I, I'm listening to a lot of talk here about the coaches and Salah and everything. I think a lot of the problem is actually LaPure. Hey, he's not creative. We brought in two big tight ends. We've got two great running backs. Maybe Flacco's just not the guy and we gotta wait for Zach Wilson. But we have all these weapons and the creativity is lacking. He just doesn't get creative. All these other teams you watch, you know, do end arounds and creative and they make plays and we don't do any of that. It's handoff left, handoff right. What do you think? Do you think he could be the problem?
1: Yeah, I mean, another thing is, and, and and I understand where you're coming from, Dan. It's a very vanilla offense. Uh, we're not seeing. I appreciate the phone call. We're not seeing a lot of, you know, for example, you know, I, I think I think we saw a little bit of, in regard to what Dan, uh, what uh, what Dable and Kafka want to do with the Giants, and and so if you're a Giants fan, I think you got to be re- a little little more excited uh, in regard to what potentially is coming. But you're not getting that feeling or that vibe uh, in, in regard to being a, a Jets fan. I, but but also, y- you got a scheme for what you're working with, okay? You know, Flacco's not the most mobile quarterback. Um, you've you've got a lot of young you've got a lot of young talent on this roster. Uh, you've got a subpar offensive line because of the injuries. You've got young running backs on this roster. It's just you know a lot of a lot of and, and I'm not making excuses for him. I think you're absolutely right. Right, uh, a very vanilla offense, nothing exciting, uh, very predictable. Um, but you know, it's 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 hard sometimes uh, when you know you're trying to scheme for you you, you know you got, you've got what you got. Um, and I'm sure that's not what you want to hear. Quick break. When we come back. Joe Wiz is going to join us. Danny Sergio um, Labor. Hang tight. I promise we'll get to you guys before the show is over. Uh, with you until three o'clock this afternoon. Right here on 98.7 ESPN. Anita Marks with you here, ninety-eight point seven ESPN. It's time for Joe Wiz on ninety-eight point seven ESPN. Brought to you by Bet Rivers Sportsbook. How you doing, Joe?
3: I'm doing great, Anita. I'm sitting here on my last weekend at Mammoth Park. This is the final weekend. You uh, we got Jose Ortiz here at Mammoth Park. You very rarely see him here. We got a million dollar race at Aqueduct. I know there's a lot of football that everybody wants some winners in.
1: Boy, you love the horses, I tell you.
3: Absolutely. Um... <laughs>
1: I know you do. You're always there. All right, let's uh, let's let's dive into it. Let's dive into some uh, college football. And uh, I have some picks and plays I'm going to share with you. I know you do as well. Uh, let's start with Penn State going up against Auburn. Uh, Penn State favored by 2.5 on the road. The over-under is at 48. What's your play here?
3: Yeah, when they met last year, uh, Penn State won the game by 28-20. And uh, Auburn, they've had a very soft schedule so far. And normally I like to play home dogs. But here in this scenario, Manita, I like – I like Penn State in this game here. The line is at two and a half. I'm doing the money line, and uh, that's one thing I emphasize on my show when I talk about it. Sometimes when the line is relatively low, uh, instead of playing the spread, just do the money line. As long as Penn State wins, we win the game, you have to put up a little bit more juice. But my official play in this game is Penn State on the money line, and if those of you that cannot play the money line, I would lay the two and a half. I think that the the difference in this game here is Clifford, the quarterback for Penn State. He is a legitimate deal. On the other hand, uh, Auburn has struggled. They they barely got by center. Jose State last week. And uh, even though it's going to be 80,000 fans at Jordan-Hare Stadium, I'm expecting the line to take care of business in Auburn.
1: So uh, the money line is minus 135. So for folks that are tuning in, maybe you're not an avid gambler. It's okay. Uh, you know, the party's just getting yeah. started. It means that you have to lay $135 down to win 100 Okay, so that's, that's yes. minus that's minus. That's what minus 135 means. Uh, Houston and Kansas going at it uh, in Texas. Houston at home favored by 8.5. The over-under is at 58.5. How are you playing this one?
3: Yeah, when you look at it, the totals are 58. I think, I think Kansas might score 50 points by themselves. They're averaging 55 points per game, Anita. I posted it up on Twitter and uh, gave out a total alert. I expect this game to be over by the third quarter. Houston can score, and Kansas right now, they haven't had a winning program since 2011, but they've got a great program going right now, and I think it's possible they could pull the upset. But my official play in this game is to play over 58. By the third quarter, you'll be sitting back and counting your money.
1: Ooh, you sound confident. I might, I might I'm have to pounding put that in. It. You are. Man, I might have to put that in in the break. Uh, let's turn our attention to what's going on. Well, actually, before we do that, uh, I want to share with you my college plays and get your thoughts, whether you like them or not. Um, so my first college play uh, that's out there, I, I mentioned this at the start of the, uh, the the 2 o'clock hour, UCLA going up against uh, Southern Alabama. I didn't want to lay the 15-and-a-half, but UCLA has been a fantastic second-half team. So I told folks to play UCLA minus five and a half in the second half. So that's how I'm playing UCLA. I've got three other plays later on this afternoon um, at seven thirty tonight. I like Michigan state getting the points against the Huskies. Um, I just think Michigan State, they've got two solid running backs. I think they're going to control the clock. And also they've got one of the best defensive players in uh, in college, in Winman. Uh, this is a Michigan State team. They lead all universities, all college uh, programs with 12 sacks on the season. I also like uh, the Miami Canes and Texas A&M under at 44.5. Both teams struggling on the offensive side of the ball, but both teams pretty solid on the defensive side of the ball. And last but not least, call me crazy, but I like Fresno State getting the 12 and a half, 13, 13 and a half in some places against USC. I know there's a lot of love and a lot of hype about Lincoln Riley, but who have they played? Rice and Stanford. I think this is going to be the biggest true test that UCLA will have faced. Their defense in regard to the transfer portal has not caught up in regard to their offense with the transfer portal. And Fresno State, uh, I think, can can stay lock and step. I do believe USC wins. But I, I do believe that Fresno State covers. So I got them at plus 12 and a half. Your thoughts, any, any of those that you really like or any of those that you, you really dislike?
3: Um, Fresno State, I do like. Um, I think that they can hang with USC. I mean, they lost a t- brutal game last week against Oregon State at the Wire. Uh, they took the lead with 32-29 with a minute left. But um, I think that this line here is a bit high, taking double digits. And, you know, Fresno State, even though they're up north, they're, you know, these California schools when Fresno State's playing a team from the Pac-12, they always want to send a message. So they'll be really motivated for this game here. Taking double digits with Fresno would be the play. And as far as the a miami game here, I did, I did talk about the a little bit on my show here and mario cristobal who is the new head coach out of miami transferring from oregon um you know he's done okay but like a&m has struggled and they've been the disappointment getting that upset loss last week at appalachian state i do expect it to be a low scoring fair so i do agree with those two sides ucla game if i was playing it i would play the dog i just don't like laying double digits um my comfort zone on spreads is like no more than uh, like four four to five points anything more than that i get a little nervous
1: uh, again, he is Joe Wizzy He has his own show here on 98.7 ESPN. You'll be able to tune in tomorrow morning, 6 a.m., correct, Joe?
3: Yes, that is correct. 6 a.m. We're going to have down, break down all the NFL games, and uh, we talk about soccer. By the way, on Twitter, I gave out NYCFC, and I was informed that they're up 2 nothing at Yankee Stadium. So get some good ROI in soccer as well.
1: There you go. All right, uh, before we let you go, let's talk about the hometown teams. And, um, you know, you've got, as we know, we've got uh, the Jets. uh, They're in Cleveland taking on the Cleveland Browns. The line is minus six and a half. The over-under is at 39. Do you have a play in this matchup?
3: Yeah, I'm taking the Jets plus seven. I put it out on Friday on Twitter. Joe with sports on Twitter. I think that, um, you know, Cleveland, um, you know, you can't trust Brissett, okay? And uh, Flacco obviously is another issue as well. But um, Cleveland's going to try and establish the ground game here. We know they have a great ground game uh, with Chubb uh, and – three so, But my thing here is I think that the Jets' strength is stopping the run, okay? And I don't think Brissette can beat him on the air. So I'm thinking that the Jets come up with a good plan, Salah can come up with, stack that line and force Brissette to pass. He struggled last week, even though they won uh, at Carolina last week. They needed a flagrant foul with a minute left to get a late field goal to win that game. But I think the Jets match up well against Cleveland, getting seven. Anita, again, I'm buying the half point. And those, I know there's a lot of new people out there listening because sports betting is legal for the first time ever. Uh, but you can take a half point and so at bat rivers you can buy a half point and uh so if the game does land on seven at least you get a push and sometimes a push is as good as a win
1: that's for sure uh and before we let you go let's talk about the giants uh they are home they're they're hosting carolina uh carolina getting to do you have a play here
3: Absolutely. I'm going further than this. I'm going to tell you that the Giants are going to be 4-0. I think the Giants take care of Carolina tomorrow. So they're going to take care of Carolina tomorrow. Then, the following week, I know you're having a big tailgate party. I might come and visit you. They're having a, you're having a big tailgate party at MetLife Stadium for the Giants and Cowboys. And then the following week, they got the Bears. So if they get by Carolina here. It's possible they could go to 4-0 when they travel to London to take on the Green Bay Packers. How about that? They will, what a gutsy call going for that two-point conversion. And um, I just think the key to this game here is Barkley. Okay, if he can run the ball, and you saw what the Browns did against the Carolina defense, they ran all up and down the field. And if Barkley can run over 100 yards, and as long as uh, we don't make any mistakes on turnovers, I'm expecting the Giants to win. And not only that, I'm expecting the Giants to go 4-0 and as we head into mid-October.
1: Wow. Okay. Um, a lot of conviction today in your picks, yes. Joe.
3: Yes, it's football time. I'm really pumped up. The weather's nice, you know, so just enjoying it out there. Hopefully, you need a people will follow me on Twitter because I put out free winners every day, seven days a week, Joe with sports, and uh, good luck with your picks, and hopefully, you know, I know there's a lot of new listeners out there. I know on your show, and people, don't be afraid to ask questions. Uh, I know you do a lot of prop bets, and uh, I let you do the work for me there because that's just like a full-time job just doing prop bets, and you know. so I don't have enough time in a day to go by who's going to pass for 300 yards. And one game there's a lot of work involved and i know a lot of people respect you for the great job that you do
1: oh thank you joe i appreciate that joe is joining us here on 98.7 espn brought to you by bet rivers online sportsbook download the bet rivers sportsbook app today it's a whole new game good luck this week joe
3: thank you very much
1: you got it Uh, again joe is and make sure you tune to his show tomorrow morning 6 a.m And then uh, following him will be me with Fantasy Forecast, 7 to 8 a.m., getting you ready for uh, week two of your fantasy football season. If you're just tuning in, we had Cynthia Freeland on not too long ago. She uh, broke the news that Michael Pittman, because of his quad, has been ruled out for the Colts. What does that mean? Um, It means hashtag run, don't walk, uh, get, get to your league and pick up Mo Alley Cox, tight end Mo Alley Cox, who should get the lion of target shares. Uh, from Matt Ryan tomorrow in Week 2. nine three seven seven six Jeff, Sergio, uh, Labor and Glenn, hang tight. I want to get all your calls before we sign off at 3 o'clock this afternoon. Hang tight. 98.7 ESPN.
0: You're listening to Anita Marks on 98.7 ESPN. Here we go.
4: Boys has on because you know you're gonna run the ball. Cleveland has always been a team that's gonna run the ball first and then make open plays at the on the back end. So we gotta uh, do our job in the front seven and let the back end work.
1: Jets getting ready, of course, uh for a very interesting matchup against the Browns. Uh, I'll tell you that. Um a lot going on with this Browns team. We had uh, Cynthia Freeland on not too long ago. She said that uh, Miles Garrett is two sacks away from uh, setting, breaking, setting the uh, the, the Browns uh, franchise record for most sacks. So uh, he's going to have his ears pinned back, ready to go. Arguably one of the best secondaries in the NFL with Ward and Newsom back there. They've got a better offensive line than the Jets. Um, quarterbacks, I, I think, just wash each other out. Joe Flacco, Jacoby Brissett, to be quite frank. But also you got that one-two punch in the backfield with Nick Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt so we'll see how this plays out. 800-919-3776. We'll continue with your calls. Let's go to Sergio in New Jersey. Sergio, what's up?
2: Hey, Anita, how you doing? Great. Uh, I just wanted to uh, ask you two quick questions. Um, first, I wanted to comment on
0: the, the Mo Ali Cox situation. Uh, I was wondering why uh, people haven't been talking about Kylan Granson. He technically is Mo Ali Cox's backup,
3: but last week with Pittman active,
4: Mm-hmm. He was
3: in for more plays and went out for ten more routes than Mo Ali Cox did, and also yeah. had seven targets
0: to Mo Ali Cox's two. So, I mean, people don't really know about him, but I think he would be a
3: better play in this situation. What do you think?
1: Um, I think I think he's I think he'll be a solid play. Uh, I just think Mo Ali Cox is just such he's he's just such a beast, and I and and his target share in the red zone um, is undeniable. So. But, yeah, I think, Ranson, I think Ranson could be a solid flex play in a deep league. I think that could be a solid pickup. That's what I do think. But for me, the one person, in my opinion, that's going to benefit the most from Pittman being out is, is I do believe it's going to be Moale Cox. And I do believe that he's going to score a touchdown uh, this coming Sunday, tomorrow. Let's go to, a, excuse me, let's go to Labore calling in from New Jersey. Labore.
2: Hello? hi good afternoon good afternoon hello
1: yeah yeah you're on
2: yeah um and my name is Sabor.
1: okay i have Labour. so we apologize what what's 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 your comment
2: i'm a jets fan i've been a jets fan all my life and what's going on is ridiculous this guy chris
0: trevler beat Three, three preseason games, people can say what they want if they less of a game. But I'm like, our 1st our string quarterback got hurt the first game.
2: The other uh, quarterbacks ain't do nothing. They put this guy in at the last minute, and he won all three games, didn't throw an interception, and they look past him. It's
0: ridiculous. He's a big boy. He's about 6'5", two-some, He could shrug guys off. He could take the hits, and he runs, and he don't get sacked going backwards. He goes sacked going forward. Why won't we give this guy a chance?
1: Because I just and 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 appreciate the phone call again. So apologize for getting the name wrong. Um, Just the quarterback room is just you know there's 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 only only so many guys that you can keep on a roster. Obviously, you know Zach Wilson's your starting quarterback. I think you need to keep Joe Flacco just for you know the whole. you know, leadership, um, uh, veteran experience, all that. Helping Zach Wilson, you know, you know how to prepare properly. You know, you you've got to put a value in having Joe Flacco in your quarterback room. And you know, I I don't I don't you know I don't I don't know enough about the player to sit here and make an argument for him or Mike White. Really, that's what it, that's what it came down to. It came down to him or Mike White. And so it just uh, the, the quarterback room was just too tight. That's really what happened. Let's go to Glenn in in Malwa. Glenn, welcome in. Good afternoon.
4: Anita, hi. Real quick, I agree with what the previous gentleman said. Uh, Like there is not enough room. It's the business of the game. But this kid, Strebler, uh, yeah, he did some he did some good work up in Canada was very instrumental in uh, helping the team. I forget what's the, right now at the top of my head. I forget the team in Canada that he helped win the Great Cup. He's always been a guy that, like, they go to when there's an injury or whatever. But the biggest thing, Anita, and you're an athlete yourself, when that kid would come in during preseason, you could see the complexion of the team. They were uplifted. And I get it all. And that's why I listen to you, love, because you have knowledge. And you know what the heck you're talking about? And uh, it's a, the kid's just a victim of numbers. But as a Jet, and like I told the uh, gentleman that answered the phone, honey, I've been a Jet since Dick Wood was the quarterback. I was a New York Titan, for God's sake. So I've been around for a while. And you know what? Every once in a while, all your analogy about Flacco with uh, Wilson is correct. I get it. But we got nothing to lose. And Mike White, you know, yeah, he beat Cincinnati, and then he fell back into. I'd give the kid a shot, Anita. That's all. I don't want to be long-winded and keep you. I love your show. You're the you're, you're the greatest, son. Keep doing what you're doing. Thanks a lot. <laughs> thank,
1: thank you, Glenn. That's very sweet, hun. I wonder if you're from the Baltimore, Maryland area. Um, you know, I, I'm I'm sitting here. I'm trying to figure out, like, you know, where uh, where he is right now. And it says that he's uh, he's still he's he's unsigned. He's an unsigned free agent. So that tells you guys something as well, right? If, if, if a, if, if a player has been cut by a team but hasn't been picked up, that's got to be a red flag as well. Why hasn't he been picked up by another team? Why hasn't he been put on a practice squad from another team? Just food for thought, just throwing that out there. I've got about a minute 30 left in the show. Jeff, I want to bring you on. You're calling in from Florida. We so appreciate you listening from all the way down there in Florida, but don't have a lot of time, so uh, go at it.
0: Okay, quickly, Anita, great show as always. Thank you for a great show. I'm a Jet fan since the 60s. I've seen it all. At least I thought I saw it all until I saw this press conference of Robert Sala. You know, I agree with you in your interpretation of it. It was completely unprofessional, uncalled for. He is ill-prepared, as far as I'm concerned from what I've seen, to be a head coach, let alone a head coach in New York with a New York fan base. He's taking receipts. He's blaming the fans. He's blaming the media. Look, Parcel said it the way it was. You are what your record says you are. And he's 4-14 and last time I checked. He shouldn't be up there banging the table and blaming everybody else. What he should be doing is saying, look, we're going to keep at it. We're going to do our best to turn this thing around. Stick with us. The complete opposite of how he came across. And if you you remember, and I'm sure you do, his gaffe of the prior week, where he said Wilson was going to be out one game because that's what someone from the training staff told him. That's not something that he said because he looked at it as the head coach and he came up with that decision. And, of course, Jeff, the next I'm, day he said, well, it's going to be at least game four. He, yeah, he, Jeff, he I'm, I'm, so, I'm,
1: I'm sorry. I, I apologize. I, 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 I feel I feel your frustration. I hear it in your voice. Unfortunately, we're up against the end of the show. So I sincerely apologize. But please, welcome to Call Back in Tomorrow. Uh, I'll be back with you bright and early, 7 a.m., fantasy forecast at 8 o'clock, and then we kick off New York game day with myself, Matthias Kiwanuka, and, of course, Mike Tannenbaum at 10 a.m. Everybody, thank you again for tuning in. So appreciate you. Harvey, Joe, thank you for producing the show. Everybody, enjoy the rest of your Saturday afternoon. Talk to you tomorrow morning, bright and early, 7 a.m., right here on 98.7 ESPN.